The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. Every small business is unique and Combank is committed to providing the support each needs to tackle challenges and opportunities in this year of uncertainty. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash connects. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Tuesday the 20th of October. In your squeeze today, a look at three confirmed federal investigations, police on high alert for gang warfare, the possibility of a no-deal Brexit, and Tasmania's friendly magpies. This is your squeeze today. It was quite the day for federal investigations yesterday, with three being confirmed, two that will look into the behaviour of government representatives, and the third, which is going to be taking a look at the dealings of Crown Resort. We'll go through each one briefly because they'll be in the news a bit over the coming weeks. Let's start with Crown Resort's Claire. Oztrack, which looks into financial crime, is investigating potential money laundering breaches. Yeah, and also breaches of the counter-terrorism financing laws. Oztrack is now looking into the accusations that Asian organised crime figures laundered their ill-gotten gains through Crown's casinos in Melbourne and Perth. They're not new allegations. They've been widely aired over the last 12 months or so and they're behind the New South Wales government regulator currently taking a look at Crown's suitability to hold a casino licence at its new site in Sydney. Their chairman, Helen Coonan, is going to be back before that hearing today. The other two are related to politics. First up, Home Affairs Department boss Michael Pizzullo has announced that they'll be taking a closer look at allegations against former New South Wales MP Daryl Maguire. It wasn't an unreasonable question to ask Pizzullo yesterday at that Senate estimates hearing about whether uh, he was concerned about the ICAC investigation and what had come out of that, particularly with Maguire accused of running a cash for visas scheme. Pizzullo said that they were actually helping ICAC with their investigation and that they would continue to look at it and take criminal action against those involved if required. And then, Claire, there's the purchase of some land for the Western Sydney Airport by the government. Federal police announced last week that they were investigating potential criminal offences in relation to that. So the issue here is that there's a big new airport being built out at Badgeries Creek, which is in Western Sydney, and there's a block of land adjacent to that that could eventually become a second runway. And it was purchased back in mid-2018 for $29.8 million dollars but a valuation a year later said that it was only worth $3 million. The federal police are involved in that now. As you said, a couple of staff members are being looked into very closely and the boss of the infrastructure department that is in control of all of those sorts of things, uh, Simon Atkinson, said that he wants to get to the bottom of it. Plenty more to come on each of these three stories over the coming weeks. More detail in the Squiz today if you want to read more. The one-way trans-Tasman travel bubble that lets New Zealanders land in New South Wales and the Northern Territory without quarantining seems to be turning into a bit of a bungle, Claire. We touched yesterday on the fact that other states seem caught unawares by Kiwis who have then travelled onto their states. Some of those travellers have now found themselves in quarantine. Yeah, if you're heading to Tassie, South Australia or Western Australia, just like Australians who are doing that, you have to go into quarantine because those states are maintaining their border controls. 
Uh, one state that doesn't have that, though, is Victoria. Anyone is free to go to Victoria and they don't have to quarantine. So there's more than 100 Kiwis who have arrived in Australia since Friday who have made their way outside of New South Wales and the Northern Territory, which are those official bubble states. I have to say the one-way travel bubble has to be about my new favourite COVID-era term, I think. I like how in the email you've called the states without those arrangements (laughs) non-bubbly. They don't want to be in the bubble. (laughs) Technical terms. (laughs) Police are on high alert for a gang war after a man called Majid Hamzi was killed in a drive-by shooting yesterday. Hamzi is the younger brother of a man called Bassam Hamzi, who's the leader of the Brothers for Life gang, one of Australia's most notorious underworld figures. Sam Hamsey has been in the press really quite consistently for about 12 years. He's now in Goulburn Supermax Prison, but he's been tied to running networks from prison, uh, including on drugs, organising kidnaps and shootings. The killing of his brother, Majid, certainly is something that police say they're very concerned could lead to all sorts of retribution and attacks in the state and across the country. Over to international news now and to China. Their economy looks to be on the recovery path in the aftermath of COVID. GDP growth showing an increase in consumer spending and exports. Yeah, and of course, when you look at the Australian economy, we're in negative territory. But China's economy for that July to September quarter grew by 4.9%. It was expected to grow by 5.2%. So economists are a bit disappointed in that. Uh, But what it does show is that China is on that pathway to recovery, as you say. Um, What is concerning, though, is if there is a second wave of COVID cases throughout Europe and potentially into the United States, then that will impact China's economy, of course, because if they go into lockdown, they won't be consuming as much. It seems like forever since we've had a Brexit update, Claire. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is warning that a no-deal Brexit could be a real possibility when they end their transition period on the 31st of December. What Johnson has called it is an Australian-style arrangement. He says that that's the fallback position where the UK and EU would trade uh, under rules governed by the World Trade Organisation. He says that's basically how Australia does trade with the UK and EU at the moment. But what his critics say is that really is just a failure if the UK government can't do a deal with the EU on things like how their market is going to work. These 11 months have really ticked by. They only have a couple of months up their sleeve to deal with this. Some say it's all part of Johnson's negotiating tactics to take it right down to the wire. But others say that there are some real concerns, particularly around how that Northern Ireland border is going to work and how they're going to share security information between the UK and Europe. I see another Brexit shortcut in your future at some point, Claire. (laughs) It's been a while. (laughs) Not bad to get back into it. And in sports news, the winner of the NRL's Dally M Award for Player of the Year was announced last night with a bit of controversy, though. Yeah, the Daily Telegraph published the winner's name before the ceremony had concluded. Uh, Its journalists apologised for making that mistake and it could see the media not receive the embargoed results in Dally M medal ceremonies in the future. Uh, The ARL Commissioner Chairman Peter Volandi said that he was going to investigate. But back to the main game, Mm. uh, Jack Whiten from the Canberra Raiders is the first Raider in 25 years to take out that 
medal. He beat the favourite Nathan Cleary from the Penrith Panthers and he said that it worked out fine at the end of the night. Brisbane Broncos captain Ali Brigginshaw took out the Women's Dally M Award for Female Player of the Year. And we'll leave you all with one of life's little mysteries today, and that has to do with magpies. Apparently, they don't swoop as aggressively in Tasmania, Claire. They're a much nicer type of magpie (laughs) in Tassie. Maybe that has to do with something um, with Tasmanians being really nice people. (laughs) Maybe they don't feel quite as aggressive towards them. But, yeah, it really is one of those quirks. uh, What scientists think is it's just behaviour that they don't know down there. Must be nice not having the threat of magpies as part of your summer. <laughs> Each day you give us a song lyric that relates to something in the news. What have you got for us today? I've gone for the song um, I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles, the lyric being pretty bubbles <laughs> in the air. There's lots of travel bubbles going around. Bubbles and non bubbles. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you know of anyone who would enjoy the way we do news here at The Squiz, let them know. Recommendations from friends is the number one way that we grow. Have a good one and we will be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where you're shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.